0: i uh-huh. uh-huh.
1: Welcome back to Spider-Man Minute, the daily podcast where we analyze and bond with Spider-Man 3, one bad dream having minute at a time. I'm Scott Corelli.
0: I'm Zach Luna. I am the Beyonder.
1: <laughs> wow, big get for us. Yeah, dang. I'm Jerry O'Brien. <laughs> welcome uh, back. Well, uh, well, welcome back, Jerry, and uh, welcome to the show, Beyonder. <laughs> um Today we are talking about Minute 65, which begins with the symbiote approaching Peter's bed and ends with Peter asking, where am I?
2: Oh boy, where indeed? I'm just uh, glad you guys pronounce symbiote properly.
1: Yeah. No. Well, I Well, you know, I mean, to be fair, like they, they, they corrected themselves in the movie. Uh, you know, once the movie came out, it was pronounced correctly. It was just that first trailer that they screwed up.
2: Yeah, they um, screwed up that symbiotes. Yeah. Shenanigans. Yeah. yeah.
1: Um but uh you know, ADR, great, great invention um golly <laughs> <isn't it? laughs> but uh yeah so so anyway, so this is the this is the minute where the the symbiote bonds with Peter Parker. Um, yeah. this is this is a big deal. Now one of the things that I want to uh, discuss is uh very specifically you know, the history of this black Costume, you know, obviously, um, the symbiotes sort of first appearance. Though I don't know that they really had the plans fully for what they would end up doing with it. Um, but uh, its first appearance was in Secret Wars, uh, a crossover event, which uh, resulted in like all of the Marvel Universe sort of like ending up uh, in space and dealing with uh, space shenanigans. Um, and one of the characters that was uh, that that Peter Parker was sort of meeting at the time was a spider woman who had a black costume with a white spider. And when his costume is sort of wrecked in a battle, uh, the sort of alien uh, race that they are uh, fighting with has a technology that um, allows him to uh, create a suit that could look like anything. And he decides that he wants it to look like spider Woman's suit because he loves it so much. He's like, that is a cool suit. I'm going to copy it. Um, <laughs> just like, just like uh, men have done uh, to women throughout history, uh, He stole her great idea and uh, copied it and claimed it for his own. Um, which <laughs> which version of Spider
0: Woman <laughs> yeah. was that? Was that Jessica? That wasn't Jessica Joe? It was um, Jessica Wilson. Well, not Jessica. It wasn't. I don't think Drew? it was
1: Jessica Drew. I think it was another. I think it was the second one, um, mm-hmm. or or the first one. I forget the order of the Spider Women, but I think, I, had, a, I think she had. I think she had red t- hair, hair. I think, if I'm not mistaken, that sounds right. right. Yeah, there's yeah. been a few.
0: I got to take yeah. issue with something you said, though, on behalf oh, of okay. all the geeks who are screaming at their headphones right now. Oh, oh, OK. The first appearance was not in Secret Wars. Uh, oh. It was it was really coolly well done. They did it in Spider-Man 252, which came out like after the first Secret Wars issue came out. So it took uh-huh. it, like six more months to figure out where the damn costume came from.
2: Oh, oh I see. OK. okay. Uh, also, I'm uh, really
0: yeah. excited to talk about Secret Wars. I've well, been waiting well, for thirty-five I- <laughs> years.
2: I am. I am.
1: Uh, I mean, you know. I mean, the thing with the the thing with Secret Wars that I think is uh, is really interesting. You know, like I read the Marvel the Untold Storybook and the origins of Secret Wars uh, sure. happening is uh, is fascinating from a behind the scenes standpoint. Which was they they uh, they wanted to create a comic book event that could could sell toys. Um, like that was. What? That was the concept behind it, was like, we got to sell these toys, so let's brand it Secret Wars, and then we'll create a comic book series to make the toys, yeah, to justify the toys, the toy line. It kind of worked. Yeah. Is that why they created new
0: costumes? I mean, they had a ton of stuff. I mean, some of of that stuff shows up in um, Kevin's bedroom in The Princess Bride, actually.
1: Oh, oh nice. Way. That's oh. cool. That's cool. Um, um
2: but yeah, so uh, Julia Carpenter, right? Just second Spider-Woman, Julia oh, Carpenter. Oh, yeah, I think that might be the one. Yeah. I yeah. think
1: that might be right. Yeah. Uh, so I, I I you know, so the, but what we're talking about the specifically the origin of the black suit, you know, that is coming from the secret War thing. Um, this origin, the origin that they're using in this film and subsequently use in the Venom film is specifically i mean i find this so fascinating and i gotta (laughs) give the man credit uh because he really did create all of this stuff uh is uh created by uh john semper jr the showrunner and head writer on spider-man the animated series from uh the fox network in the 90s um all of this is coming from that the idea of the the black suit landing on Earth and finding Peter Parker, um, the idea the the, the rocket uh, saving the rocket with uh, you know John uh, John Jameson the astronaut in it and him bringing the symbiote back to Earth, which they did in the Venom movie that comes from the animated series, um, wow. and and specifically this bit of Peter falling asleep. And bonding with the symbiote while he's asleep and then waking up upside down on the side of a skyscraper, not knowing how he got there or where he is, but he's wearing the black suit now. That is from the Fox cartoon. Uh, wow. That is, that is adapted from there. And John Semper Jr. never gets credit for this. Um, I've never heard that. And I, I just, I want to I wanna give the man credit because that is 100% what they're adapting here. They are not adapting the comic storyline at all, at all.
0: How does that um, cartoon hold up um, 20 years later, 25 years not. later? No, yeah, I mean, it. It, 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 okay. it's, I think, <laughs> I think
1: the thing that I think is, is really great about the Fox animated show is that it is, it is very much a kid's show. And it has a little bit of a, an ADD problem of, you know, John Semper Jr. having so much story that he wants to tell, but he only has 18 minutes to do it in, um, you know, cause he got to fit in on all those those cereal and toy commercials. And so, you know, he he does it in three parts and he does a pretty good great job with this symbiote story. It's like the show itself doesn't totally hold up. It feels like a never-ending previously on um because that's the kind of pace that it has. Yeah. Uh but it 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 the thing that I am so impressed by, especially with this story arc in particular, is the way that he adapted it. Without doing any of the secret war stuff without he found a way to adapt this. And I find that really commendable and really clever. like I think it's, I think it's a very clever way of doing this story without all of the baggage of, of secret war. And then, you know, funnily enough, they end up doing secret war to the end toward the end of that show. Um, hmm. It's very <laughs> but, economical but, storytelling as, it's, as it appears here.
2: Yes very economical.
1: Yeah. Yes, absolutely. And, and so, you know, in the, in the Fox cartoon, there is a space shuttle crash landing on a bridge. Peter has to, um, you know, Spider-Man has to go and save the space shuttle. It's Jonah's son, John Jameson. And through the process of saving that space shuttle, the reason that it was crashing was that it was being attacked by the symbiote. And then the symbiote bond, like attaches itself to Peter, and then eventually bonds with him while he's sleeping. And then he wakes up wearing it. Um, and then it's also uh, a rhino story where he is uh, f- he is fighting the rhino for the first time, I believe, in the show. And he overdoes it; he almost kills him um, because Whoa. because he's you know uh, under the influence of the uh, of the uh, symbiote. Um, and then this also uh, includes the, uh, you know, the origin of Eddie Brock and his relationship to Peter and the way that Peter treats him under the influence of the symbiote leads to him hating Peter Parker, finding out his identity and uh, gaining the uh, the symbiote suit at the bottom of a, of a church well where, uh, spy, where Peter goes to get rid of it um, in the church bell. Wow. Uh, so now- all of that stuff comes from... The, the fox cartoon I believe the church stuff is also in the 90s comic origin for venom as well um I I, I think the that Bell, one, at least I think. I think that one is yeah. yeah I think that one is clearly uh that one that one actually does come from the comics um so it's kind of a a, a double adaptation uh, It's but,
0: definitely not in the 80s but, comic that's for sure yeah, yeah yeah for sure right and that so one Mr go. fantastic um Sonic guns in off of or something like that
1: Right. Right. Exactly. Um, so, <laughs> so yeah, so it's, it's, it's all there. And I, and I think that um, John Semper jr. Uh, deserves a little credit for yeah. uh, coming up with that, that sort of like boiling down. I mean, what was that? Three to five years of comics of him wearing that black suit with no, no little to no explanation before the venom stuff happened. Um, yeah. And, and he boils it all down into a three episode
2: arc. And cause like, yeah. correct me if I'm wrong, but, isn't Wasn't it almost sort of a little bit of a retcon to, uh, to you know, make the, the, the new fancy costume an evil influence yes. Uh, later? Yeah, yes. Yeah. Because it almost feels like if you were to start telling the Venom concept from scratch that you would do what he did on the Fox show rather than have everything, all, all this other, not slack time, but like just, you know story after story of Spider-Man adventures where there's just no issues with the suit at all. Right. He doesn't wear it for that long. I don't think, I think he only wears it for like six
0: months worth of stories or years worth of stories. It had to have
1: been, it had to have been a really long time because he has it for the entirety of Craven's last hunt. Um, And that was, that was at least six months of stories.
0: Does he have the black costume or does he have the, the symbiote because he wears a black costume again later on
2: like a reg- just think, a you know a regular black costume. I think it might be the second one I think yeah. maybe kraven's last hunt happened after he had the like cloth version oh okay I think so okay yeah so but, but I mean he's in it a lot that's I mean yeah. and that's
1: that's kind of the confusing part of this whole thing is that the the costume was so popular that they didn't want to let it go yeah. even though the symbiote storyline was gone and so then it it's kind of hard to tell where it begins and ends because of the the confusing nature like you'd think they were just you know hard reverse on the costume. It's like okay, the symbiote arc is done. Let's bring back the red and blues, but they didn't. And so that that I think that's probably what's confusing me for sure. Yeah. How many different I, books was Peter Parker Spider-Man appearing in, in those days? Like 3 four? or 4? 4? I think 4. Feels like it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, currently yeah. or back no. then?
2: Back, so back then, then. In
1: the 80s. I think there I think there was four well, there was, monthly books.
0: There was Amazing, there was Spectacular. I think Web came in the late 80s? Yeah. I can't remember a fourth one off the top of my head.
1: Uh, Peter Parker, Spider-Man was the other one.
0: Not this, this, no, that was the Spectacular Spider-Man, right? Oh, that was, was that Spectacular? The, or were oh. there two? Two that were Peter Parker? I
1: don't um, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I, don't know. I think there, I, there, there, there were four, though. I know there were four because there were four. I think there's four titles revolving in Craven's Last Hunt.
0: Mm-hmm. I yeah. kind of feel like I want to I mean, reread that now. It's been a
2: long time yeah it's interesting stuff there i mean i i remember way back in episode zero of our entire podcast first uh season at all yeah we talked about like our first introduction to the character of spider-man like period and i remember getting hand-me-down comics from my uh my cousin phil and my um my my older brother who's much older than me um chuck and I had comics of Spider-Man when he was in the black suit, but it wasn't the venom stuff. Mm-hmm. It was just Spider-Man has a black suit. So the first time I was a kid and wanted to dress up as Spider-Man, I I wanted to make the black suit. Cause I, that was like the heroic thing. And I got like mad at like kids who told me he was like a bad guy. Cause like, no, that's Spider-Man. Like he's, <laughs> he's the best. Yeah. Uh, it was a unique time in comics, but it was, like, weird that, like, that one period of time was my first introduction to the character.
0: Kind yeah. of. It, it's amazing how, like, a small part of the Secret Wars storyline, which was, like, the biggest thing in the world, and granted, that was probably the biggest thing come out of the Secret Wars, has evolved into all these different Venom, the Venom movie, the, the cartoon, all these black story, black costume iterations. Like, it's, this, it's a relatively small thing that just has gone on for decades now.
2: Yeah, I mean yeah.
0: that's one of the great things about comics is that you know you can things like that happen and they keep getting recycled in different ways. You may not really understand the current iteration of it because you've missed you know whatever happened, but mm-hmm. it's still the same thing.
1: And if Sony has their way, Venom is going to be a franchise of their own with Tom Hardy for years to come.
2: Mm-hmm. I, yeah, I want a symbiote universe. Yeah, <laughs>
0: I, I know we're like really off a little bit off topic, but I want to tell you guys a, a quick Venom story if that's okay. Sure, do it, so I didn't see it in the theaters, oh and okay. oh that film. Um, okay, gotcha the, the, yeah, yeah, <laughs> the movie, sorry, I didn't see it in the theaters and um, but I was on a plane a few weeks ago, and it was on the 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 you know the t v on the plane, and I decided that I would watch it without sound,
2: oh, like sort yeah. of half
0: watch it, and if it looked good enough, I'd restart it and um and watch it properly, uh-huh <laughs> so. Anyway, I, have, what I, haven't, I haven't watched it properly yet. Okay. Oh, okay.
1: <laughs> yeah. yeah, I mean, the thing about Venom, and, and you know, well, we we uh, yeah. we've talked about it on the show before, but um, the thing that we love about Venom is that it's uh, it is it is it's just a rom com. It's like a <laughs> like it's a it's a romantic comedy about uh, a, a a guy, a loner guy, and the uh, alien suit, uh, and they just they kind of fall in love and become bros, and uh, it's. It's a weird take on that character, but it's kind of fun in like a like a this is insane that this movie exists kind of way. <laughs> I, I look yeah, at yeah. it more
0: as like the odd couple.
1: Yeah, yeah, very much. Yeah, so. totally. Very much yeah. so. Yeah. Uh, so for the record, um, the alien costume saga take took place between May of 1984 and April of 1985. Um, so it was it was basically a full 12 months. Uh, wow. And it it ran f- from uh, Amazing Spider Man two fifty two to two sixty three, Spectacular Spider Man ninety to one hundred, Marvel Team Up one forty one to one fifty, and Web of Spider Man number one. Uh, so it's it's uh, it was a pretty wild, wide spanning uh, series, and it was uh, it was collected in like I think three. Uh three uh uh like trade, trade, trade collections with like everything in it. Um and it was like the complete alien saga and it was uh it was That's two awesome. it was two trade paperbacks. Um the complete alien costume saga, volume one and volume two. Uh that was released about like ten years ago, I think.
0: I uh, bought like ten copies of Web of Spider-Man number one. Yeah. he was gonna pay for college. <laughs> <laughs> How'd that work out for you? <laughs> Not well. <laughs> <laughs>
1: um yeah so you know that was uh that's that's about when um all of this was happening and then in web of spider-man number two that's when spider-man starts wearing the cloth version of the black costume uh which oh. was uh given to him by felicia hardy so oh. um she oh. she made him a, a cloth version of the black costume i guess because she liked it so much so
2: um <laughs> i i'm like i have a vague memory of the original like like the the metatextual like behind the scenes uh, reason for the the black suit. Am, am I remembering this wrong? That it was like a um, a fan design that was like sent in. Do you guys know know this story I've about where that, the where do the not, don't concept uh, came from? That sounds vaguely I familiar.
1: I don't remember if that's the symbiote suit or something else. Okay.
2: Though. Yeah, um, yeah.
1: But that definitely right. sounds vaguely familiar. I okay. I also want to mention the fact that. Um, the the events as presented in the uh, Fox Kids show from the 90s and in this film, in which Peter goes to a church, uses the giant bell to uh, weaken the suit so he can remove it, and it dripping down and falling onto Eddie Brock, um, that is actually only in those versions. In the comics, what happens is he uses the bell to get it off of him, but but Eddie Brock is nowhere is isn't there. The the symbiote just hangs out in the church for a long time, and then later oh. Eddie Brock shows up at the same church and gets it poured on him, uh, and becomes Venom that way. So uh, it was it's it's a little less crazy ra- random happenstance um, <laughs> than it than it is depicted in the uh, in the cartoon and <laughs> in, in, in Spider-Man Three.
2: Gotcha. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Um, that that um. particular the uh, the Venom bit happened uh, in uh, two ninety eight through three hundred. Um, amazing spider-man 298 through 300 through so yeah so quite a ways after actually um you know because from 60 to to like 298 you know he's just in the the cloth he's in the cloth costume i guess um Mm -hmm. and then gets reintroduced to the symbiote in 298 so some
0: really really good spider-man comics and all those on all those various runs I mean, still stuff that stuff that I think really holds up well, and I don't think a lot of the comics in that era necessarily hold up.
1: Yeah, yeah, I agree with that. Um, I do want to give uh, I want to give some credit too, uh, to the once again to the design of the symbiote in this. Um, it's it feels oh, the alive. physical goo. Yeah. yeah, it feels like yeah. a living thing, a living creature, um, and I I love it. I, this is exactly the way that I always pictured the symbiote to look like. Um, yeah. anytime I read comics or watch the cartoons or whatever, this is always exactly the way that I pictured it. And, uh, it's, it's incredible, much, much better than the, the depiction of it in the venom movie.
2: Yeah. I think literally the, the CGI VFX on this goo holds up better than something that came out last year. Wow. Like it's like this first shot when it goes on his hand at yeah. like uh, 20 seconds in, I, I just, I just think it's incredible. Yeah. The way it's, that it wraps I mean, around that's it, the trailer shot. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Very well done. done. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I love it. Yeah,
2: the,
0: the venom iteration is is kind of too wet, I think. Yes. Yes. Um, Completely. You know, yeah. not parasitic so much as I don't know what it, I don't how to describe it. Drippy, yeah. yeah. Drippy.
1: It looks like a loogie. <laughs> like that's that's or what the like, venom iteration of the symbiote looks like. It's like I, a, it's I hope, hope that's your
0: episode title. Yeah. yeah.
2: <laughs> the the one in the movie the the standalone movie is almost like a Ink and less of a like like goop. Yeah, does that make sense? That it's like it's yeah. so yeah. wet and it just like bleeds into things without like having mass to itself that I never really feel like it's there. Yeah, I mean it's fine when he turns into the monster and I'm like yeah okay, um but as as a an entity moving around, I never quite buy it the way I totally buy this. Like this creeps me out, and mm-hmm. it's not just the like fun thing they do with the shadows where it's like a monster face for a second and then a hand. It's just physically seeing the way the goo moves creeps me out. It should be scary. Mm-hmm.
0: To me, this yeah, is very great. true to the comics, the way the goo looks here. Yes. Um, yeah, And um, I, I, I think it, it has a bit of personality, which is great.
1: Yeah, no, I love it. And I love, I love the way that it, it sort of overcomes his face and everything. Um, I mean, it, it causes a lot of questions about uh, how this, suit works exactly um but i feel like <laughs> that's going to be more of a conversation that we need to have when uh zach goes into to costume stuff uh next yeah week. we can see it yeah next week yeah but um, um. yeah it's 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 good stuff again like taking in a vacuum there's so much good stuff in here
0: yeah I, I kind of felt honored that i we got the um the first glimpse of the black suit yeah um, yeah, like considering consider Zach's involvement with Spider-Man, Gosh, I was like, "Ooh, this is a big moment for the podcast."
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I why why it, yeah. is happening sixty-five minutes into the movie? Uh, I couldn't tell oh, you, but well, <laughs> <Who
0: knows? laughs> Zach, this must have killed you. Like when you went yeah, to see it, this know, must have man. driven you crazy. <laughs> I was
2: just, just like, "When is it? When are we going to get to the fireworks factory?" Yeah, <laughs> the whole time. Um, I did, I did a little snooping around and, uh, yeah, apparently in the early eighties, there was a, uh, like a, a, a gag like thing that Marvel did where it was like a little competition for aspiring writers and artists to, to send stuff in about stuff that could be used in Marvel comics. And this guy, Randy Shuler, uh, sent in an idea for a story about, um, the fantastic four helping Spider-Man build a new costume that could do crazy stuff. And he designed this, um, almost all black suit that had a big, bold red spider on the chest. Oh. And um, they really liked it. And they just, they asked if they could buy the concepts from him, not the story really, but just the, the things he drew. And uh, they, ag- they agreed. And he sold oh, his concept to the publisher for $220. Sold and American. Sold American. And then um, uh, the ac- actual Marvel comics artist, Mike Zeck, uh, created the version with the white spider mm-hmm. on the chest that became the big deal, but yeah. yeah, it was originally like a like a fan design that was sent in in a random competition they did.
0: Isn't that crazy. I hope he feels good crazy. about the decision.
2: Yeah, because like, yeah. what else
0: is he gonna do? He's not gonna say no. He can't negotiate. He has no
2: negotiating stance. Right. Yeah. 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 He's probably like 19 years old or something. Like, well, yeah, and, sure. and
1: because ultimately, like, they could have just taken it. With and giving him no credit and (laughs) taking nothing because it's their character. Like it doesn't matter that it's his design; it's their character. So like, it's like I could I can draw all the versions of Mickey Mouse I want, but it's not my character. You know. Well, that's (laughs)
0: that's part of that. That speaks to why you're encouraged never to send in submissions of scripts and things like that to TV shows. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. I mean, it's a whole legal can of worms.
1: Yeah, it's why they don't do that sort of thing anymore. Yeah, it's a bad idea. Good lawyer should be given a
0: couple hundred bucks.
1: Yeah. Uh so yeah, I mean, I don't I don't I don't think I have anything else for this minute. What else, do you guys have anything else?
2: Um no. I maybe just mentioning that the uh we've changed the way we've done the like memories like three times this week uh-huh. where we had like new That's footage true. in black and white, new footage in color, footage from the old movie and then this last thing they do which is just snapshots.
1: Snapshots of Toby Rage. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know what
2: that is. I don't know I don't anything intelligent to say about it. I just think it's weird. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's pretty weird. And it is.
1: It is weird. Yeah. Um all right. Well, I think that uh I think that wraps up minute 65 then. Uh one more time, mm-hmm. guys, where can people uh find you in the land of podcasts and the internet? Um well, you can find us on xminutespodcast.com. You can also find me online at jerryo'Brien.com, Jerry with a G, O'Brien with an E.
2: Nice.
0: Oh, um, so um, you can um, find The Princess Bride Minute at theprincessbrideminute.com, in the iTunes and Android podcast um, repositories, and on Facebook in a battle of wits. If you want to, if you want to find me, come run a race with NYC Runs in New York City and say hi and tell me you found me on a podcast because that's really freaking cool. Uh, <laughs> to the best of my knowledge, only Daniel Hosington MacArthur. I don't know if you listen to this show, Daniel. Will it may ever run one of our races and be somebody I found from the podcast world. So can't wait to see you, Daniel. And thanks for the Star Wars glasses. <laughs> oh, that's spectacular.
1: That's uh, I hope he listens to this show. Um, yeah. But uh, anyway, all right. Well, they thanks so much for being our guest this week, guys. It's been uh, it's been a blast. It has been a lot of fun. Thank you very much for having us. Absolutely, yeah, thank you so much, guys. Absolutely. All right. Yeah. If you want to listen to the Weekend Bugle, the only way to do that is uh, duelinggenre dot slash support. You uh, become a Patreon member for three dollars a month, and uh, you'll get all of the bonus content that we put up there uh, as a network, not just Spider Man Minute, but as a ne- as yeah. the network dueling genre, everything we put up. Um,
2: on our patreon Summer movie reviews yeah. are on there our, our far from home review if you want to hear what we have to say about the latest spider-man picture mm-hmm. that's Very there cool.
1: absolutely yeah. uh so check all of that out and uh, see if it's worth your time and your your hard-earned money your three dollars a month that is duallygenre.com support and we will talk to you again on monday bye everybody
2: bye see ya bye